Hi, this is Tony and welcome. You know, I always tell you that if you are seriously considering making a move, a really important move in your professional or your personal life, that you're not alone. Well, today I have further proof of that. Today, I interviewed for you my very first coaching client. Her name is Catherine Suarez. She has made tremendous progress. I'm so proud of her for everything that she's done ever since we worked together. And I want to share that with you today in this episode of Life Change Secrets. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. Today I'm here with Catherine Suarez. This is going to be a treat for you because if you're sitting on the fence and you're thinking about making a change, uh, you got to hear her story because it's really, really interesting. And Catherine was one of my first coaches in this Courage to Change program. And so I'd like to officially welcome you to the Life Change Secrets podcast, Catherine. Thank you, Anthony. I'm very excited to actually share my story. Because um, your story is very interesting. And uh, for those who don't know you, I'd, I'd like to ask you to just briefly share your story with uh, with everyone. You know, where you came from, how you got to this point in your life where you are right now, because I think that's something that everybody needs to hear. Well, I think we can, maybe we can start from the beginning, mm-hmm. when we first met. Yes. Yes. I remember... A few years I, ago. It was, uh, it was <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I remember because I was working uh, as a consultant for the company that you were working in at the time. And I remember that... I uh, was leaving, it was about 6 o'clock in the evening, maybe it was even a little later, and uh, the only, I was passing by your office because I wanted to say goodbye to you, and uh, you were the only one in the office doing some work, and so I stopped in to say hi, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but you just poured your heart out, and uh, it ended up where you were actually <laughs> sobbing. Do you remember that? You yes, remember? yes. And I was like, you know, I don't know what to do. So I just kind of give you a hug. And I was like, it's going to be okay, you know. <laughs> and and you know, I don't know, talk about, you know, how you were feeling back then. Because you were in a situation, I believe, that you just were like, you know, I remember the, the actual words that you were using were, I, I don't think I can take this anymore. Yeah. I think you, I mean, we had an advantage too because we knew each other. Yes. So I think you were coaching lead, leadership yes. for the managers. Yes. And we had met. And... At that point, I literally was, I think, in an overworking mood in the sense that I was working crazy hours. I had honestly found a job that I had wanted for many years, too. Mm-hmm. So I, when I graduated after Boston, I said, I want to work in business. And then working for companies like the ones that I worked mm-hmm. were amazing. And when we met, I was just, I think, had been already... 16 years in mm-hmm. the business mm-hmm. in, in online marketing and digital and e-commerce and everything is so fast and everything was over overloaded. But I think I was just like at a point where I was asking myself, do I see myself doing this again for the next, or 
continuously like this for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, and I was just like, I, I didn't even know what to do. I just knew that I wasn't in a good space. I was stressed. And perhaps the two points that really were like bothering me was that I didn't have a balance between yeah. my work life and yeah. my personal life. Yeah. And I guess after 16 years working in this field, I was just like, am I really doing what's connected to my purpose? Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you. Because I know that there's so many people that when they get up in the morning, they feel exactly like you feel. Yeah. They're yeah. like you felt. You know? yes. and, uh, and that's why I wanted them to hear your story. So, sorry I interrupted you. You can continue. So I think from there, uh, you actually just, that hug in that moment was a comfort. And probably, I don't even know, maybe a year afterwards or six months afterwards, time mm-hmm. flies, um, I left the company. I took a sabbatical mm-hmm. of a year and I said, okay, I need to find clarity on what I want. And I just traveled. But at one point, I started getting all these calls from like in a big corporate companies, right? Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and Ralph Lauren. And part of me would be like, okay, you can say no to these companies in mm-hmm. the digital world mm-hmm. for the position that they were asking me to go. And the other part was like, but do you really want to go back to that? Like mm-hmm. something in my stomach yes. would just say no. Yes. So I remember I called you and I convinced you at the time because mm-hmm. you weren't even really that open to <laughs> giving for one-on-one sessions. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I need clarity. Mm-hmm. I need clarity to say no. Mm-hmm. And I also need clarity to know what I want to do now. Mm-hmm. And how can I actually live from what I been living in the past years versus finding that mix of my purpose and finding my way. And I think at that point, you're very scared of ta- making a change yeah. and saying, okay, what is it that I'm going to do now? Okay, yeah. I know I'm not happy where I am right now, but what is the next step? Yeah. And I just, uh, um, sorry if I interrupt you, but that's, that's a, a spot that a lot of people are in because they, a lot of people that are in a situation where they know that's not right for them. They're either um, at a spot where they say, well, I know what I want to do, but I'm not sure the steps that I need to take to get there. Or sometimes people say, I know what I don't want, but I don't know what I do want. I need help figuring that out. You know, I, I wanted to um, touch on a, on a point that you talked about. You know, you said you took a year off and you took a sabbatical. Now, I know I did the same thing, mm-hmm. as you know. And, you know, somebody who's listening to this, they might be saying, yeah, but I, I don't have that money, you know, to be able to take a year off. But what I say to those people is, don't worry so much about whether you have enough money to take a year off because it may or may not be necessary for you. And it's not about that. But the concept of, of when you wake up in the morning and you're not happy doing what you're doing, that's what's the most important. So you have, to, you have a choice. You either stay there and keep doing that or you decide that you're going to make a change. If you don't know how to make that change, that's one thing. But you still have that choice. Absolutely. You know? and, I, and I think it's also a journey yeah. because after that, we had our, yeah. I, I co- we worked with our yeah. coaching sessions yeah. and I think you really helped me, first of all, explore and know myself, mm. which I think is the first part in a journey like this. Yeah. That's the first part of the whole process. Absolutely. And then from there, I had a vision mm-hmm. and maybe perhaps I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I did go back to corporate mm-hmm. um, after some time oh yeah we need to talk about that okay because i wasn't ready probably there was something one thing i think i wasn't ready Mm -hmm. two i'm not sure i surrounded me myself Mm -hmm. with the right peer support to make things happen because i think you can also find that clarity but then at the same time you might say okay you know what i could actually take that journey and go through this road but then how do i make sure i support myself to do that Mm -hmm. 
because that can be as well as, sure. you know, having a, a mentor or accountability mm-hmm. or the right person to tell you how do you set up your business or whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. And now I think about it, and but I knew that you helped me during our journey to find what's important to you. It's flexibility, freedom, creativity. I mean, there were elements that were my core values. Mm-hmm. So I went to corporate and after a year and a, and a half, I realized again, okay, I'm still not living my dream and I'm back in the same situation as before. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and even when I went there, I wasn't 100%. You see, and that's what I wanted to touch on that for a second because I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but when you, we, we were actually uh, some ways into the process when you got that job offer. Mm-hmm. And you asked me, you said, well, what do you think I should do? And I was thinking, hmm, this is a dangerous situation. And this happens quite frequently, as a matter of fact. Right. You know, certain people, you know, when they st- we start going through that process and they, and they get another job, it's like, wow, you know, I see the money, I see this, you know. And I'm like, hold on a second. We just went through that first part of the process and we discovered that that's not your path in life. Yes, but can I confess something? Yes. In that session, yes. when we spoke, you said something to me that was very, very, you knew that I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm was very important and you said to me okay if you're making this choice make it consciously so it what do you want to do I wanted to go in the field of education Mm -hmm. you know with the workshops that I had was my vision Mm -hmm. and uh I wanted something was creative that I had strategy power let's just say and that was also very important that I could maybe set aside money to actually take the next step Mm -hmm. so when I went and negotiated that position, I negotiated strongly. I mm-hmm. said, you know what? If I'm taking this, it's because it's going to get me closer to where I want to be mm-hmm. the next step. And in a way... It helped you. It helped me right. because I did mm-hmm. check some boxes mm-hmm. that were important for me, even interviewing. Mm-hmm. And if I wouldn't have been, had that so clear that the motive I was doing that was mm-hmm. to also be able to put some money away and set up my business... I think I wouldn't even negotiate that strongly the mm-hmm. way I did. You're right, because when you're in a, uh, a negotiation situation where you need the job, it's different. You, you come at it from a different angle. And Absolutely. you know that, because I did the same thing. I actually did the same thing. And actually, I've just discovered um, a little bit more about that situation in this moment, you know, because I wasn't fully aware of your motives, that you, the, the, the reason why you did that, you know. Um, but that's true. And, and you can go, what I always say is you can go to a, a different job with uh, some goals like you want to make sure that you, you know, put some money aside. You want to make sure you learn something that's going to be necessary for you in your future. You, know? you want to get a job title that you know that you need to project certain credibility to your future customers or whatever it is. Absolutely. You know? So yeah, that's cool. That's, that's, uh, that's a good thing. So you took a break from the process, but then after you got finished, then what happened? Then after I said, okay, I, when I was in that position, I was like, this is not where I want to be. I need to really just try and give 100% to founding Nomad Atelier, which mm-hmm. was what we mm-hmm. had come up with. And I just literally said, okay, 100%. I need to put my heart there no matter what happens. I'm ready. I know that no matter what, the other, the corporate world is not what talks to my soul. Mm-hmm. 
And I started and I think it was my energy was just there in a different way. And I put all my efforts. I really started like only dedicating my time focused on setting up my business. Mm -hmm. And that's how it just really has become Mm -hmm. little by little what it is today. Mm -hmm. And so talk a little bit about that. So what is exactly that you do today? (laughs) So also I would love to share about this because I think visions change over time. Mm -hmm. And initially Mm -hmm. when I started on one hand, I had my advising Catherine Suarez Studio, and this was all based on providing advising um, and branding, strategy, commerce, digital mm-hmm. to corporate companies mm-hmm. and also entrepreneurs or startups. And then in parallel was Nomad Atelier, mm-hmm. which were these workshops that I would curate around the world, and I would bring my passion for just really creating these inspiring spaces places for people to come and explore themselves, their creative self, and other things that they didn't have time to explore in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And over time, what happened was that I saw that all these people or customers that would come to my workshops with Nomad Atelier were attracted so much to my philosophy, to my style, and many of them are also entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. especially and they started becoming my clients mm-hmm. of Catherine Suarez Studio. Mm-hmm. So little by little, and not until recently, I mean, I'm talking about March. This year I had a retreat in, in Marrakesh. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw that. That was nice. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's where everything came up together. And I said, okay, I'm ready to let go of the fear of having that corporate head and you know, um, maybe credibility of believing in myself from mm-hmm. the point of view of business and just bringing it all into Nomad Atelier, where today is that platform where I bring in that mentoring, working on mindset with women that I know I need mm-hmm. to bring in, mm-hmm. together with the business advising through whatever they need in their business, setting it up or up-leveling what they do, to workshops that I curate around the world where they meet like-minded people, mm-hmm. they, where they learn something, where they feel inspired. So everything has come together and myself, I've evolved in, in believing in the whole vision and not even knowing that it was going to become that. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, they find whatever they need according to where they are. Mm-hmm. Now, I really like that um, when you said, you know, it's, it's if I can translate for, for a minute what you said and you know, what it means to me, you, it's not a, you know, when we talk about change or transforming your life or evolving, it's not only about at least for me anyway, it's not only about saying, okay, I'm doing this as a job now, now I'm going to do this, and, and, and I'm going to make some money doing it, and that's the end of it. No, it's, it's more than that. It's, a, it's a, also about, just like what you just said, it's about the person that you become. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You evolve as a person. And I'm going to keep on evolving, and yeah, who knows what I'll be sure. doing it within five years, yes. who knows in ten. But that's what's one of the hidden benefits of all this. You know, it's not just about change. You know, I don't want to push people to change. First of all, you know, I, I've said this once, and I'll say it, it's probably not the last time I'm going to say it, you know, this, you're here listening to a podcast called Life Change Secrets. I'm not here to tell you what to do, how to live your life. I'm just here to share with you some stories, some things that I've done that's wor- that have worked for me, present to you some people like Catherine who have done this. But like I said, it's not just about, I'm not doing this just so that you can change your life, get a new job and make more money. You know, that's no. not what this is all about. No. And I think, it, and then I was just talking about the other day with a friend. I said, the, the thing that becoming an entrepreneur has taught me mm. is that to know myself. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the essence of what I even when I work with my clients, I say, okay, we need to know who you are, what your essence is, and how do we communicate this to the world? Because that's what makes you unique. And I've literally known another Catherine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm saying, wow, I would never have done that. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would do that. Mm -hmm. But becoming an entrepreneur, that was not my initial vision, or even I didn't even see myself like that. I've just come to know myself. So it's not just about running a business or making money, but mm-hmm. I'm first of all connected to my purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I have clients that come and say to me, wow, you, you know, it's amazing how I'm feeling. I'm so glad I'm starting to explore who I really am. I, it's just such a satisfaction mm-hmm. for me and sure. how to see how make them become their dreams reality. So it's the purpose mm-hmm. it, when you know that. Mm-hmm. And then when you also know yourself and you see a mirror yes. of yourself and what you do, it's incredibly empowering. Yes, I totally agree with you. Totally agree. <laughs> Y'all see now why I wanted you to listen to Catherine? Y'all see You did a good now? job. You did a good job with me. <laughs> no, but it's true though, you know, and it's just so great to hear it come from you, you know, because if I say it, it's one thing. If you hear somebody who's actually worked together with you, it's like I'm sure you have your clients, you know, just like you were just talking about. And uh, that's gratifying. I always tell people, you know, it's not about the money the money is a consequence yeah it's a consequence when you touch people's lives and you make an impact a positive impact on people's lives for me there's there's nothing more gratifying than that it's a journey yes it is a journey and you said that a couple of times and uh, I don't know if you want to if you have anything else to expound upon with regard to the the journey of this being a journey or not but you know I, I agree with you it's, it's it's you know it kind of reminds me when I used to study acting and uh New actors get hung up on, you know, when they're in the scene about, you know, they want to look good and they want to make sure that, uh, that you know, they don't make any mistakes and, you know, they, they want to make sure that, they make, that, that the scene is right. And, and the, the acting teacher used to always say, it's not about the result. You have to be present in every moment of the scene. And that's how it's real. That's what makes it real. And, I, you know, I think that in this journey, even myself or when I work with my clients, I always say, listen to your inner critic and listen to your inner mentor because mm-hmm. both of them are speaking and fear, it comes up a lot in this. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's about really knowing which is the voice that's talking in, inside of you. Yes. You know, are you just listening to that voice that belittles you mm-hmm. or are you really saying, okay, am I really not playing bigger because I can mm-hmm. Because I don't believe you can't. Mm-hmm. I think all of us can. And yes, we've discussed absolutely. this. It's a choice. Yes. You yes. know, and, and then you, you believe in something and you move forward and you put everything there. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I think it's a key, key point that you need to have that clear in you of understanding what voices are, are within you. And also I think about surrounding yourself with the support. Yes. I wanted you to talk about that because you mentioned that a couple of times. How important is that for you? I think to, it's key. To surround yourself with the right support people. I think it's key because even in myself, when I maybe decided just to invest into a certain point, I would have moved much faster yes. if I had had the right support, Yes. probably. And the second... I think it also is that sounding board because being an entrepreneur can also seem lonely. Oh, now, yes. It's not always that you're maybe with a partner or even if you have a partner, there are issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really about saying, okay, this is where I want to be. What can I or who? I mean, it doesn't have to be a mentor or coach. If you can, great. And if you can't, then is it a friend or is it that parent or relative 
or is it that you know expert that you can see once in a while just make sure you're really looking at yourself again where you're strong Mm -hmm. where you're not Mm -hmm. and where do you need a sounding board because that's going to be you're probably your support also in your process because you are in a transformation. Yeah. You're becoming somebody new. You're reinventing yourself mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And you have moments where doubt is going to come up and it's natural. Yeah. And I ask myself, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I say, oh my God, am I really like, I could be making, I, I could be earning so much more right now. Am I doing the right thing? And then I have the other day where I'm like, yes, of course I'm doing the right thing, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and those moments when you have that doubt, I just like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not normal that you can have those questions Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of reminds me of something else that you were talking about too. Um, or actually, stay with the with the money thing. You said, you know, am I, I could be making so much more, you know. But you know, I think it's also important to realize that even the biggest companies today, they started small. Oh, absolutely. Everybody starts small. If you keep believing in what you're doing, it's, you're just going to grow. Absolutely. No, and, and that's you're gonna true. You're going to gain momentum. You know, I remember when I, when I first started my first online business, um, I had I had this website up for like two or three months. And I showed, and I was, I had um, a whole lot of content. I put Google ads on the pages, and I was making money off the Google ads, you know. And so I showed it to my mom. Yeah. And uh, so we're talking like 15 years ago. And uh, I showed it to my mom, and I said, "Look, mom, I said I'm making money online now." And she said, "Well, how much are you making?" And I said, "I made seven dollars this month." And she was like, "Ah, oh, that's that's good, Tony. That's good." <laughs> Because she was just being a mom, you know. Yes. And I said, yeah, but I said, mom, I said, but this is just the beginning, you know. And so it was like a year later, and I was making like $1,800 a month. It was just coming in without doing anything, you know. And then I showed it to her again, and I said, see? And she said, yeah, you were right, you know. Absolutely. (laughs) So the fact that, and sometimes, the reason I wanted to to touch on that again is because sometimes people, they get hung up on that. And that's what stops them. They say, go, because I've been doing this for so so long, and I'm not making a whole lot of money yet. Maybe it's because they're focusing on the wrong thing. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. It can be you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're also starting. Mm-hmm. You're making sure you have the ideal client because yeah. this is one of the biggest things. Be I mean, realistic who, about the time that it's going to take. Yes, because it's a, it's a process, it right? You're, you're you're creating something, and at the same time, I agree. Like with you, I, I today I was at that point a year ago. Now I'm a very different point in my in yes. my business, and I'm going to be in a very different point yes. later on because I'm also in myself having a mentor and mm-hmm. working with someone and saying, okay, I now need to scale my business. Mm-hmm. But it also becomes a mirror on where you are in your like in your also believing in yourself and you say, okay, I was doing one-on-ones. Now I'm ready for group. Now I'm ready for online. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, everybody has a different mm-hmm. business model. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur you actually change your business model too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's where you're also growing and you're having new challenges, you're trying new things. Mm-hmm. So I agree your earnings are definitely going to increase mm-hmm. over time. But at the same time, you know, you just have to step, take step by step and make sure, again, your support is guiding you mm-hmm. on where to invest, mm-hmm. when to do what things. Mm-hmm. And that, re- that brings me to a point about <clears throat> some people decide to do it all alone. Yes. They decide that they're going to do this. I'm going to do this uh, do-it-yourself program. I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to figure this thing out by myself. <laughs> you know? And this is the tough way to do it. And then there's other people who say, you know what? I'm just looking for free stuff. You know, I'm going to go look around because why should I spend money if I don't have to? You know? And I'm like, how important is it to you for someone who really, really wants to make a change 
to invest in themselves. Absolutely important. It's uh, one of the most important things. And I, I say this even to my clients. And recently, I held a, a, an online workshop that was free. And at the end of the, the different sessions, I said, okay, you need to decide now where you are. So if you're in a point where you have a lot of time and it doesn't matter how fast you move with your business, then you can keep on maybe doing free you know, courses and you know working by yourself. But if you need to move ahead and actually also focus on what you love to do, what you're good at doing, yes. then you need to understand what to delegate. Mm -hmm. And one of the most important exercises I do with my clients, I actually start saying, "What is your worth? What do you want to? What What did you want actually to come and have as an income?" Because mm -hmm. you decide in that moment the worth of your time versus what you should be outsourcing. Yes. And that's one of the things that is the hardest for entrepreneurs today. Because yeah. they say, no, I'll do everything by myself and I don't need, uh, I can't afford it right now. Mm -hmm. But in actually, you can afford it if you actually think about you're stronger looking for clients and finding clients. Mm -hmm. Well, that's going to bring you much more revenue than what it's cost yeah. you maybe to pay someone 30 euros a an hour to run your social media. Mm -hmm. So it, it is part of a mind set yes. shift that you have to also work with entrepreneurs on helping them understand mm -hmm. how important it is to have the right resources where to invest well one of the things is that uh you know you and i both come from a place where we we invest in ourselves you have a coach i have a coach too because yes. i think um i heard something a saying some years ago that i totally believe it, believe in which is if you're going to be coaching other people you need to be a student first Absolutely. You know, and I, I wholeheartedly, so I never stop learning. There's always new things to learn. And uh, going back to the thing about uh, time, I heard a speaker in one of these courses that I've been taking, and he said, you know, just there's this thing called opportunity cost, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you have to think about how much is it going to be, is it worth more to you or is it going to be more costly to you to do this and figure it out all by yourself and spend all that time Yes. Or is it going to be more less costly in the end, even though you're going to have to spend money to get somebody to do it for you? Absolutely. You know? And then coupled with that, this other guy was talking about, he said, you know, if you, if you think about, so what's more important, time or money? And, you know, some people say, well, you know, money is you know, really important. He said, but yeah, but if you, if you lose like $50,000, you lose $100,000, is it possible, whether you know how to do it or not is, is another thing, is it possible that you could get that $100,000 back? Yes, it's possible. You might not know how to do it, but it's possible. If you lose a year of your life because you're waiting, because you're procrastinating, because you're, you're doing stuff, too much stuff and trying to figure too much stuff out by yourself, can you get that year back? No. No. So what's more important? Is it time or money? And there's that, plus is also knowing what you're good at. Yes. And what you're not good at mm. and where you actually enjoy spending your time. Mm. And there are things maybe that's very easily sales can come very easy to you mm -hmm. versus marketing and creating ads or, you know, writing email newsletters aren't natural to you. And how can you actually really, you know, not you should be outsourcing this yes. because the effort for you to do an email can take, I don't know, five more hours versus if you had outsourced this and you were actually simply going and finding clients and net doing natural networking, which comes completely natural. You don't even realize you're actually working. Mm -hmm. What is the power behind that? Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's really, it's both, right? It's yeah. not about 
what you're good at yes. versus the, the, the worth of your time. Yes. And uh, so I'd kind of like to wrap this up. I could spend hours talking to you because like, <laughs> we're going to do that anyway. But I mean, just for the sake of this the, the podcast, um, what advice would you give to someone who is uh, in a situation like you were in um, those years ago when we met and uh, you were in the office crying your heart out and uh, you realized that that wasn't that what you wanted anymore? Somebody who's sitting on the fence thinking, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? What, what advice would you give to them? Oh, wow. This is like, a, I, I think it's, for me, mostly it's about having the courage mm-hmm. um, and the curiosity of really saying, okay, what do I want out of my life? Mm-hmm. And, if, and if you have that question, then it's about beginning that journey. Even if you're working, it doesn't mean you have to give up your job right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but give yourself that opportunity of reinventing or invent, you know, designing the life you want mm-hmm. and finding really what your purpose is. And then anything from there is just going to come natural to you. And you're going to maybe be working 50 hours and not, but for yourself on your dream. So I definitely would say explore that journey, that, that road, know yourself because I think that's the biggest gift we can give ourselves yes. in life. And we mm-hmm. think we know ourselves and we don't. Mm-hmm. And the second is look for support that can help empower you to do that, whatever, and design whatever it is, your, your change mm-hmm. of life that you would want to look for. And that's kind of, that's the second process, right? Mm-hmm. That's the second step. Yeah. It's one of exploring. Mm-hmm. And the second is actually finding the support to help you make it happen mm-hmm. because it's possible for all of us. Yes. Um, Catherine, thank you so much for being here with me today. And uh, I'd just like to, you know, just to close this out, um, if people, you know, um, which I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them who really liked uh, listening to you and they want to hear more from you, where can they go? You have a website, you have your, uh, your courses. So where could they go to, to contact you? Yeah, they can go to nomadatelier.com. Okay. And that's where all the different worlds I have are together. Okay. Catherine, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. And for you who, who is listening to this, I'm, I hope that you understood why I really wanted to have Catherine <laughs> come here and talk to me today. And like I always say, stay with me now because you know I got a lot more things to say. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs>